0: Well, you know Jessica just wants Barnett. Like that's all she wants. <sighs> Messica, her wine drinking dog.
1: <laughs> oh my god! When she when she got so hammered that she was with with the other Amber and she was just uh-huh. like, I lo- I you know, I love you, I love you. So I would never do anything. And then the Amber was also so wasted, and she was just like, I would f- up your face. <laughs> I would. F- up your face so hard if you crossed me, I would just kick your ass. <laughs> and she's just like, No, baby, I love you, baby, baby. But then she's just like, No, baby, I'd really, really mess up. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> that whole exchange, I was dying. But this is quality oh television, right here. <laughs> oh my god. And then when
0: she, when Barnett and Amber move in together, and he's like, Wait, you have how much debt? And she's like, oh, it's just like $90,000 or something. <laughs> and he's like, what?
1: <laughs> she's just like, oh, no, I, I don't live to work. I work to live. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I also had this moment where I was watching Love is Bla- or when I realized Temptation Island was over and was like, should I start watching The Bachelor? Like, is that who I am now? Like, is this a thing I need in my life? Like watching these people just completely fall apart? I don't know
1: maybe maybe but like the bat it's almost like the bachelor is too accepted everyone loves it so much yeah it's too classy i actually was like i was scrolling through and i think because i watched love is blind my netflix like Mm. things came up that uh, the suggestion came up and was like watch too hot to handle And (laughs) and i looked at the at the I looked at the, at the trailer, and I was like, I can't go here. I can't. I'll ruin my life. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. In high school, we were best friends. And now that we're old, we're still best friends. And we both really love the show Friends. We love it so much that we thought we'd rewatch watch it together and tell you all about it. So
0: join us to find out all the details that two people who weren't there can find out from the internet.
1: Could there, Could there be, be better, better friends watching Friends?
0: Watching friends? night before last i think watching episode eight and there's like a real cliffhanger coming when i'm like oh my god because it's always at the bonfire it's like yeah the bonfire some bombshell happens and then i'm like oh my god and chris chris mark mark chris harrison Wahlberg. he <laughs> in season three he gets like real therapisty and he keeps trying to tell them like But it's, like,
1: with his doofy dad face. Oh, my God. He's just, like, oh. He looks like a a little St. Bernard. He's just, like, oh, yeah, oh. (laughs) This is really about yourself.
0: (laughs) such a goober. Such a goober. Oh, my God. It's so awkward. And he's, like, not. Some things he says are, like, I guess poignant. But, like, you're not a trained person to be doing this. And the things you're saying are, like, not always helpful. And sometimes they look at him being, like, okay
1: no because his whole job is to be a provoker like
0: (laughs) which i'm not confident he knows how to do either no
1: like he's showing he's showing these couples like their spouses clearly cheating on them in like darkened fuzzy rooms and then he's like looking at them being like how do you feel about that and then they'll be like look Uh, inward to yourself though this isn't about him like it seems like it is about him I think it is (laughs) you didn't you didn't have anything to do with that No, baby
0: girl didn't do anything so (laughs) then (laughs) so I'm like all into this dumb show and I was like don't worry court I'm on the last one it's almost done and I think there's a new season airing now because it keeps showing me previews for like the trashiest season yet And (laughs) and I was like I'm not gonna watch that which I'm going to, but then I get to the end of episode eight and I'm like, oh, I'll just, I'll just watch the next few minutes of the next one so I can get through the cliffhanger and then I'll go to bed when the theme song comes on. And, um, it's like, oh, there's no more episodes. Like I'm watching some like current season. And now you've (laughs) you've put me in this position in my life where (laughs) I have to wait week by
1: week to watch temptation island <laughs> for like the next month oh no oh no oh uh, so it's been great and awful i'm so sorry the whole <laughs> the whole thing about that show is that you have to binge watch it to get through exactly. it otherwise you, like you have to just know what's going on and then be done with it right like, exactly and move on with your life you can't spend time thinking about it or else it will make you crazy
0: You'll sink into a hole and be like, oh, I'm a terrible person for watching this, which um, yeah, I'm going to be week by week now because I have to, I'm like this deep in <laughs> to keep going. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It, it's, it's been great and a challenge.
1: <laughs> but I will say that, the, that night in Seattle when we got all the beer and the cheese and the bread and just ate and drank in the hotel room- with all the crummies in beds, that at watching Temptation Island until two a.m. was so fun. <laughs> it's probably
0: one of the better nights of quarantine. I've
1: had. And thinking about it, thinking about it, like in retrospect, we were um, not really thinking about how late it was when we were screaming at the TV.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was legitimately screaming every two seconds. Yeah. And like, if you've never watched this show, this little doofy guy has to get up every episode from his tiny stump and walk over to this iPad and push play. iPad that's on a pedestal, and it's like ten feet from him. And they show every—I showed it to Court. I was like, I know you don't want to watch the show, but you have to see this scene because it—they don't grow out of it in any of the seasons. He does it in all of them.
1: That's, and in, that they're like, we're gonna hold on to this piece. We, we gotta have this. <laughs> Real time experience. Yeah. Th- we got to build suspense. Chris, Chris, Mark Wahlberg, Harrison, when you get up, walk real slow over to the iPad and press it, and then walk real slow back.
0: Sometimes, like, just kind of poke at it a little bit. Like, you don't know <laughs> what you're doing. And it's a tiny iPad, and everyone's leaning forward. They can't see it. I'm like, What's happening? <laughs> I was thinking that it was on e or something but it's usa and i'm like oh Oh. that's my my qualities just
1: not quite (laughs) i mean it is the best kind of train wreck
0: i did hear that there's a great maybe we talked about this but there's a great reality show that hbo produced so the production value is like um and it's not about dating it's about like having to work together as a team to build a bridge like an actual bridge Um, but they none of them are engineers and they don't like know what they're doing and they have to find a way to build a bridge from like one I don't know how long it lasts like I don't know how many episodes but as people have to leave they're offered a certain amount of money that they can have when they leave but they have to destroy a hundred feet of the bridge if they (gasps) want the money I want to watch this I know it's like a psychological
1: experiment exactly yeah so there's that. I think it's called The Bridge. So. Okay. I'm going to have to check it out. I had so much fun in Seattle. Can I just say?
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: It was the it best. It was the best.
0: I sunk into, like, a hole after you left, like, oh. pretty bad.
1: Um, I definitely had a crash that was really hard. Like, Like, I think I broke down in tears. Just oh, in yeah. like, life is so hard. I want to go back.
0: <laughs> yeah. I ate Mexican food, like, all the rest of the week, because <laughs> that's, like, all you and I ate. <laughs> yeah. Of course, like, every client I had was in crisis, and then I just, like, I watched Temptation Island until, like, 3 p.m. in bed one, on that Saturday, and I was just, like, I think I'm depressed.
1: <laughs> um, I, I definitely had a breakdown and told Tyler, like, I just can't do it. I just can't do the things like i think i'm depressed but then i i like climbed out of it a couple yeah. days after i think it was just like so much fun and so mm-hmm. and also sleep deprived yeah and i was just i had to crash and then yeah just get back to normal
0: i think that was the most non-stop talking i've done in a long time
1: like in a social situation yeah. <laughs> just not i'm not like uh i don't have stamina <laughs> I know, it, but it was really fun and I love you so much. And it was, I love you too. it was so wonderful to just like have friend time and have time for ourselves. Yes. And
0: like no agenda and just kind of like, oh, this isn't happening. We'll do this. We'll go over here. We'll try this. We'll just drive around. We'll drink this. It was yeah. just, yeah, lovely. it was wonderful. And like being in a hotel or th- when we left, I was like, oh my God, there's just like crumbs everywhere. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> <"Hi."> <laughs> everybody so nice. on all the carpet and all the sheets <laughs> all surfaces had crumbs
0: <laughs> it was awesome and we like we were, had every intention of recording something live and then we were like yeah we can do that on zoom
1: yeah it's easier and this is more fun right now <laughs> yeah
0: we had too much to do in person so
1: yeah it was the best when I came home Tyler left the, like a couple days later to go on a backpacking trip. So he had the kids while I was on our trip, and then I had the kids when he went and did his solo backpacking trip, and then we had, like, a lovely weekend, like, everyone together. And I had a lot of coworkers, like, just when we were coming back from spring break, you know, telling about what we did for break, a lot of coworkers, like, affirm us being just saying, you know, it's really good that you guys took time for yourselves and for your family. And allowed, like, each other to have your own space. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's taken, like, 15 years for us to learn how to do that. (laughs) But you learned. But we learned. And it was really good. It was so well balanced. Mm -hmm. I felt very, very refreshed afterwards. Math is different with sports.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Just all all the math is different. Like, time slows down. Yeah, Uh, like scores change too fast. I don't don't know. Like I I walk, I go to the bathroom to pee and I come back and it's like a whole different game. I'm like, (laughs) what's happening? Are we in a time vortex? And then the the last two goddamn minutes of a basketball game
0: takes two hours (laughs) Oh my god, Ashley, did you have to watch or I'm sorry, get to watch any of the final, whatever, final four or the tournament? I,
1: I watched Gonzaga and UCLA.
0: OMG, that's the one I watched too. I was like, I screamed in the uh-huh. very last shot. Yeah. That like Hail Mary just and it went in. Uh-huh. But I was also like, if this game goes to a second overtime, I'm out. Like I'm I've put in my time, I'm done. I'm not watching anymore.
1: I don't care who wins. Nope. I, don't I didn't care, care to begin is. with either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I was for, I was nicely asked to watch it. And so I did, but. And you're, a, kind of you're,
1: you're a good partner. <laughs> you are impressed with my sports knowledge. I am. You have grown so much. I'm learning things from you. Is that, would we call that growing or just. Yes. Absor- absorbing. Absorbing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so every so often, I pull up Court's Instagram, vintage sports gear, and I go through it, and I just shove my phone in Tyler's face, and it's like, "Do you want this windbreaker? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you want these shorts? <laughs> Great stuff! Oh my gosh, I love friends.
0: Do you want to hear some trivia questions?
1: I do. Lay it on
0: me. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> I feel like these are. Okay, this first one I don't know. This is I feel like
1: you're getting a hard one again. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> what actress played Cecilia Monroe? Uh pff, I don't even know who Cecilia Monroe is. i <laughs> never heard this name. I don't know. Susan Sarandon. Oh, it's the soapbox from Days of Our Lives, but that was not Cecilia Monroe. Do we call bullshit on this? I'm looking it up right now. It is. Is it? That's her yeah. name? Yeah. Come on. No, dumb. We can't go to a friend's trivia. No. <laughs> Lose. We would embarrass ourselves. We'd have to go in disguise. Us, like, friends or what? I don't know. No one would recognize <laughs> us anyway. <laughs> Those girls know friends. No, no, we don't. Those girls on that audio
0: medium. <laughs> we
1: don't
0: see I also I just heard on a podcast I can't remember which one I meant to write it down for you but they were talking about um, enhance 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 and they were saying it's also in minority report Tom Cruise is just like enha- like moving things around uh-huh. and enhancing so does he say enhance though they were saying enhance enhance in the podcast with, oh. and saying that it was from that but I
1: haven't seen the movie since college maybe so. same. Although I feel like we live in the reality of minor- Minority Report now, which is weird. I
0: remember seeing that computer screen and he would touch things and move them over here. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's so cool. When will that ever happen? And I like keep one in my pocket right now.
1: <laughs> um, I remember being weirded out when he goes to the mall or whatever, and it has the holograms saying like, welcome, like so and so would you like this product this will help with your hair and it was like everything was just targeted towards him and I'm like oh because it scanned his eyeballs oh we have that now and we totally have that
0: it's probably hearing me I'm gonna get an ad for minority report very soon
1: yep it's gonna just download to your phone (laughs) wasn't that the one where they like they preemptively knew about crimes so they would get people before they did the crime yeah and there were there were like these these people, like precog people. I think they were called oh, yeah. precogs. That were like in like charged in water or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yes, yeah. They were laying in
0: like hairdresser, like hair washing stations, <laughs> right? Yeah. In water. Yeah. Is that what we call that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I should watch that film, all my spare time now that Temptation Island is weekly. <laughs>
1: What are you gonna do? Okay, give me, oh, anna- give me another. another right. give me another trivia. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> that was a good digression.
0: It's a real big tangent. What color is Rachel's umbrella in the opening credits?
1: Ooh. Oh no! Is it? Is it bl- blue? It's red. Yeah. Okay, close. you're close. That's not close at all. <laughs> it's a color I don't know. good job you got a color <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking because aren't there aren't they blue yellow and red aren't they, those are the colors what so you guessed one of the, the umbrellas oh um, uh,
1: I don't know I, I almost guessed purple <laughs> okay, well, maybe you're not close <laughs> it's a combination of blue and red moving
0: on <laughs> this is like i feel like we're getting close to this one probably what did phoebe give marcel at the airport as a goodbye gift a flower
1: poem oh i didn't know the answer but i didn't either i can't wait till this monkey is gone oh my my god (laughs) it's like the first
0: note i wrote like oh this
1: effing monkey is here (laughs) good restraint (laughs) buckle
0: in (laughs) okay which friend speaks first in the pilot episode
1: Okay, I need to think about this. These are all really hard. Monica. Yeah. Great job.
0: I feel like you are You said it a, lo- a couple episodes or a bunch of episodes ago that like she is the glue that holds everybody together. Mm-hmm. And so it just makes sense that it would be her first. Yeah. The more we go through this, the more I realize like, oh,
1: it kind of is all centered around her. Weirdly, because... Rate like you'd think it would be Rachel or and Ross, but like because that's kind of the core relationship. But Monica is, like, it's her apartment. It they all they all have a connection with her.
0: And Ross and Rachel wouldn't know each other without Monica. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, um, I, this is just breaking news. I got a text that Phoebe's weird cat song was just on Jeopardy. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a fan a fan call in question. <laughs> text on my phone (laughs) he's watching jeopardy
1: oh thanks court potter apparently aaron
0: Rodgers, sports person is host guest hosting jeopardy he always watches it anyway but very excited to watch it and um i guess smelly cat is what i assume he's referring to
1: very good that's that house serendipitous speaking of phoebe what was the name of the store where phoebe rented her wedding dress it's the discount one right no that's the one that monica goes With the whistles. Yeah. Phoebe was pregnant, if that helps. I don't know.
0: It's not too late.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. I had no idea. That was terrible. I did. I did terrible.
0: Those were stupid. (laughs) It's not your fault.
1: Those were hard. You're such a good friend. Listen, I
0: can validate basically anything my literally my job <laughs> isn't there a quote i was thinking this yesterday isn't there a quote that like if you're not learning you're dying or
1: something if you're not oh learning, god you're, <laughs> you're not growing you're not i am not gonna use that in that my, might not be in my job <laughs> it's like the worst threat ever hey kids if you're not learning you're dying <laughs> oh my goodness that's oh, so terrible
0: I think it is if you're not growing, you're dying. William S. Burroughs said it.
1: Who's that? He's a writer. He's one of the, isn't he one of the like beats?
0: He was probably like on drugs and drinking a lot.
1: Yeah. (laughs) um, If you're not growing, you're dying makes a little more sense because like, I don't know, I think plants. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like if you're not learning, you're dying. (laughs) It's like, that's just. it's a quick turn. I don't know.
0: It's not an effective teaching strategy.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. We 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 do need to find those though because man, we do our fair fair amount of judgment. <laughs> oh man. That was the worst hair. I didn't cut my hair for like 3 years
0: after that haircut. So I know. So
1: I know. It didn't look that bad. It was just it was bad. <laughs> It's so many calyx. I looked. I really looked like
0: James Vanderbeek in Dawson's Creek. <laughs> I had that, Eric. Yeah, yeah, you did. I just needed like a puka shell necklace. And oh no. Would have been on my way. Oh no. This episode is good, and also I hate it.
1: <laughs> Same. There are so many things that I love about it, and also I just the story, like basically the story. I'm just like, ugh, throw it away. Yeah. But- Anyway, let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> Do you want to hit me with a summary? Yeah. Okay, so this is this is season one, episode ten. We've hit ten. Yay! Woo-hoo! Double digits. Yeah. Ten this- means we get a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. The one with the monkey. So written by Adam Chase and Ira Ung- uh, leader again. So my, uh, my summary is pretty short and sweet. So the gang makes and breaks a pact not to bring dates to their New Year's Eve party. Phoebe starts dating a scientist and Ross compensates for his loneliness by getting a monkey. <laughs> There's our three
0: storylines. Good job. <laughs> and you've got your great friends mug, by the way.
1: I do. I've got it right here. I do, I do want to give a shout out. To to our listener, Derek and his wife Melissa, who gifted us these cups, and they are true vintage friends cups from the NBC store in New York. When I mean, I think circa 1995, yeah. when, when they uh, were were newly newly wedded, and they would this was their first one of their first sets of grown up mugs as a couple. And I it was gifted to us. And I just want to thank Derek so much for the thoughtful gift. And I'm going to use it every time we podcast.
0: Yes. And we used them. I used mine in the um, well, cause Ashley didn't have hers, but I used mine in our hotel room when she came to visit, like, cause we mm-hmm. didn't have any cups and I drink everything out of it. And then when <laughs> I brought it home, I washed it and someone tried to put it in the dishwasher. And I was like, don't you put that in the dishwasher? It has like a logo on it. I can't lose that logo. Like, Please
1: don't touch my cup. (laughs) I do respect the cup very much. Respect the cup, Sarah. Do you know when this one aired? It was December 15th, 1994. This was also the first Christmas episode. Except they
0: skipped over Christmas and went straight to New Year's.
1: Yeah, that's true. But all the Christmas decorations are up. Yeah, That's a really good point. I didn't even think about that.
0: I was really curious why what the timeline of this episode was because they talk about new year's plans which generally you do like right after christmas or right before christmas and there's no christmas mentioned but then it also seems like it's been four months in between making the new year's plans and the new year's party like phoebe and david are already like i love you which maybe they just happened fast but I, I, I was confused on the timeline
1: yeah well and There's a scene where they're, they're in Monica's apartment and they're, I thought that they were decorating the tree, but maybe they're taking the decorations off the tree. Oh, you're right. I forgot. I wrote a little note that was like, why is that tree so small? (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I, I do think that the David Phoebe timeline happens very quickly.
0: Yeah. It's, it's
1: like, it's like a, they fall fast and hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. The director of this episode is Peter Boners, mm. with a Z. Um, and all I, all I all I found about him was that he was a director and an actor known for the Bob Newhart Show and Murphy Brown. Oh, okay. A- and his last name is Boners.
0: Do <laughs> so we know that it's that's the pronunciation is Boners?
1: I don't know what else it could be. B O N E R Z. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was thinking like Boners, but I guess that'd be two ends, right? That's Boners. <laughs> oh man, they should just do a show on that guy. That's, I know. Like, The origins of that guy could be a good sitcom. Yeah. Well, I just wrote like, oh God, is my first <laughs> <laughs> 10 seconds in the cold open and Marcel is here. Here's the monkey. Someone owns a monkey.
1: <laughs> I guess we're at, we have a monkey now. <laughs> Here's
0: where we are. It's season one, guys. Like, we don't need to pull all the stops out. Like, I just, I I said I feel bad that I hate the monkey, but I just really just like this whole storyline. I just don't get it.
1: I know. So it's really funny because I did, I was doing some research on this episode and I watched an interview um, with Jimmy uh, on Jimmy Kimmel with Matt LeBlanc, and he was talking. he oh, stole a bunch of my clips. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. My no, I just video. I love how laid back LeBlanc is. He's just like yeah. you know I love animals. Like they're pretty <laughs> cool. I I like the monkey, but David Schwimmer hated the monkey, and he was the one who had to work with it. And mm. I I just hearing you say how much you hate the monkey now every time I watch it I'm gonna think of how much you are like Ross and I will just I will just try and like I look for his hatred of the monkey in in the show
0: well that's funny <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I am so much like him it's getting like more and more apparent every time I watch the show. <laughs> with like a bunch of monica i'm like their family basically one person
1: i could see that you're judgy like the mom but also like like kind of goofy and and like a good champion of everyone (laughs) like the dad keep the water
0: away from the Porsche at all costs (laughs) okay i know we're 10 seconds in but did you know that the monkey is named katie in real life i did
1: it's a girl. Yeah. And did you know that she's still alive? No, I didn't. How long do those things live? Did you know she's currently in her mid-20s? <laughs>
0: I did not. I don't know how long capuchins live. I should have looked that up. But according to an article on popsugar.com, she has acted and appeared in modeling
1: shows since her days delighting fans on the set of these, this iconic 90s sitcom. She has a better bio than like most of the supporting casts we, <laughs> we read about. In that article, uh, or in that interview with Jimmy
0: Kim- with Jimmy Kimmel that Bonk did, he was saying that one time the monkey escaped and climbed so high above them they had to stop filming and they tried to coax her back using mealworms. Ugh. <laughs> and apparently David Schwimmer has talked openly about his feelings that the monkey, about the monkey, he said, I hate the monkey, I wish it were dead. <laughs> yeah, you
1: are, you are Ross
0: to die i just don't want it in this show i know he also apparently said that he didn't get much time with the monkey when they weren't filming and so he was saying that the trainers wouldn't let me bond with it they're really possessive it's like land on your marks do your job don't touch or bond with the monkey and it's a bummer oh so like i think maybe if he got time to spend with it they would have it wouldn't have just been like, oh, this weird monkey's cr- crawling all over me. And like, why are we doing this?
1: Okay. Can I tell you the, the thing that like weirds me out the most is when, you know, the monkey has a Ross on its ass, <laughs> which I, I love that quote by Chandler, by the way. Um, no, but when the monkey's tail like wraps around his neck, I was just I, like, it makes me, I'm like, I, get get off, get off. <laughs> like the only part I liked. I was like oh
0: cute she knows she's going for a ride she's holding on <laughs> oh no katie's been in episodes of something called the loop i don't know what that is um she was in 30 rock and something called salmon and cat and it was recently reported that katie is going to appear in the adaptation of brian k vaughn's why the last man
1: okay i don't i don't
0: know what <laughs> the original of why the last man is or who Brian came on is, but Katie will be in this new adaptation. So keep an eye out, folks! All you she's Katie in, fans out there, she's in her mid twenties now, so she might
1: look different. She's all grown up. She's she's only getting those like mom monkey roles. Yeah. <laughs> she's totally typecast. <laughs> Oh, sweet monkey. <laughs> oh, baby girl.
0: <laughs> I also kept getting really annoyed. I'm like, okay, so they used a female monkey. Why did I have to be a male in the show?
1: Good point. I do love Monica's disdain when she asks, mm-hmm. like, is he going to live with you in the apartment? And Ross is just like, it's been sort of quiet since Carol left. Like, what possesses a person to get a monkey if you're if you're lonely? Like get a cat. Well, although I, I know I know that he doesn't like cats. So or he right. or he's allergic. David Schwimmer is allergic to cats. So mm-hmm. but like a small dog, he could be one of those Seattle men. Those, those single true. Seattle men who have the, the little puppies, tiny the tiny puppies that just want the attention. She Ooh. just, oh, she just, she just is not, doesn't get enough attention.
0: We saw probably 89 of those people in two days. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've come up with a whole story about that type of person. He's a young single guy working in tech in Seattle and he's living in one of those loft apartments those new like boxy crate apartments yep. That so he needs a tiny little designer dog because he doesn't have a whole lot of space mm-hmm. and he can take her to his job and work it at Amazon or whatever or Google or wherever he works and
0: then he can entice the ladies at the brewery later on that's totally what it was I think that what entices you to get a monkey is someone named Bethel <laughs>
1: in this case that is accurate
0: <laughs> i love that phoebe is so upset about the name bethel and not the animal cruelty because you like knowing phoebe you think it goes that direction and then hilarity ensues when she's upset about the name bethel yep
1: oh i love her she just when you think you have her figured out she just like turns you on your head <laughs> i mean she's not wrong that
0: is a cruel name for a child oh like, it is is it bethel like is that his full name I is don't
1: Bethel know. short for Bethlehem? Is that how you pronounce that? <laughs> I, I, d- I don't think so. I think Bethel is just uh, it's just Beth. Bethel Beth. <laughs> it's long for Beth.
0: <laughs> it's long
1: for
0: Beth. That's oh my god! That's like when um, when Ross and Joey go to the ER and Ross like had broken his hand or whatever, and Joey's filling out the paperwork for him. And he's like, what's your full, like, what's your full name? And he's like, your new name is Ross. And he's like, no, but what's it, like, what's it short for? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. It's just Ross. Oh God. Uh... Sorry, Mavonway, trigger warning. But like, what is Monica's
1: dress? What is happening? Oh man, I'm so excited. I may vomit. Oh, it is. It is doggone horrible. (laughs)
0: like someone dipped a Victorian era dress in a
1: bottle of wine for a while and
0: then vacuum sealed it on her body.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, it's a hideous buttoned down polyester disaster. (laughs) So bad. I don't know who designed it. It's got to be some kind of like famous designer knowing them. But I was just like, this is flattering on nobody. Mm hmm. The whole episode, she's dressed in dresses that just make her body look in ways that her body does not look. Uh, the party. Um, well, yeah, Wait till oh. we get to the party. I just. There's <laughs> so many things. This dress is like, it's almost like it has a, like it's real blousey on top, but then like it has a corset under it. Yeah. And it's, and it's made out of like scratchy, stretchy sweater <laughs> material. It looks, it looks so hot. Yeah. Also, Rachel's wearing like a placemat, <laughs> like like a grandma's knitted, crocheted lace placemat. So I mean, like she's not doing much better. Her
0: hair is the Rachel friendly though.
1: Like, it this is
0: full on Rachel Finley.
1: Yeah, with the like feathers. The and she's feathers. constantly
0: like doing like shaking her. <laughs> <laughs> at the whole
1: episode. I wish I, could. I wish people could see what you're doing right now, <laughs> you're, like ticks.
0: That move is the reason I'm always like don't cut my hair so that it won't go behind my ear. I can't be doing this. Like Yeah. Like Sarah chalk from Scrubs, like Oh yeah. Blowing it. <laughs> blowing your bangs.
1: Phoebe looks really like Bohemian chic in her velvet vest and cream colored long flowy dress. Yes. And her hair looks great hair through this whole episode even with that big scrunchie
0: she looks great i know oh the curls i just i wish i don't know why she straightens her hair all the time she always has straight hair in like current times like come on yeah let it flow some of us are very jealous (laughs) us with very straight hair are very jealous i love that monica like absolutely hates the monkey though
1: yeah yeah, it, it tracks perfectly, though. The monkey messes up all her stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
1: causes a, like a ruckus in her apartment, pees on her table, does all the things. And it's just like such a sibling thing
0: to be like, you have that. I hate that. thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not even going to try. <laughs> right. I already hate it. And it turns out it's also awful, but I hated it anyway.
1: Did you note real quick? the background so there's decorations there's christmas decorations in every scene almost but their 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 decorations in their apartment are so like it's it they basically look like fifth grade arts and crafts (laughs) it's like cardboard stars covered in glitter (laughs) hanging (laughs) hanging down from the ceiling and things of that nature
0: Knowing Phoebe's art prowess later when she makes Gladys like coming out of the frame. Oh, Gladys. I, I bet she made all of those. I'm sure. <laughs> and they had to hang them. Monica's like, okay. Yeah. And then I also wrote that Chandler's joke about, hey, that monkey's got a Ross on its ass. I wrote LOL. <laughs> it
1: was good. It was very funny. It was good.
0: And he's so deadpan, he's just like, oh. Yeah, it's not. He's like not even phased that there's a monkey. He's just like, oh, here's a joke.
1: When Ross tells them that he was lonely and like getting there and they're like, why don't you get a roommate? And he's like, I don't know. It's just kind of pathetic. <laughs> they're like, we all are roommates. Yeah. Think of my very last note of this whole episode.
0: Yeah, I wrote in all capitals, Ross, you are the worst.
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I can't make it there. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Ross, you're the worst.
0: <laughs> I love him, but
1: Ross, you got a monkey. And then you brought it every, to everyone's house. like You brought it to a party where people didn't know about the monkey. You brought it as your date. <laughs> <laughs> to a party. <laughs> yeah, path- pathetic. Pathetic. It's so bad okay fine,
0: You're lonely i guess it's good that he's like well it's been quiet since Carlo's gone okay so see a counselor like why are we getting a monkey <laughs> pretty misguided seems opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> yeah be like could you guys set me up with someone
1: i don't know go to a bar i i, I don't know seems like there's a lot of options yeah maybe a coffee shop <laughs> <laughs> i know of one you yeah. could go to it's right downstairs it's <laughs> Like, go out with Joey. Seriously, best wingman ever. I guess he's, like, hung up on Rachel, though. So he
0: won't. God, Ross, you're getting worse by (laughs) the second.
1: (laughs) All right. So, yeah, we roll through the credits and are back at Central Perk where Phoebe has 12 songs about her mother's (laughs) suicide and one about a snowman.
0: Maybe she should lead with that snowman song.
1: (laughs) So... They're all wearing the same clothes, it seems, so it's the same day, except Ross has yet another hideous sweater. Oh my god, Ashley. Except this one's red, so it's real, like it really stands out.
0: It's also the exact same color as Monica's dress. Ew! Like there's a point that I accidentally paused it because I was trying, I I think I just paused it because I needed to do something, like look someone up. Oh yeah, I was looking at the Noisy Boys but paused it and the two of them are looking at each other like like super in love and their clothes are the exact same color and i'm like oh no there's a million shades of christmas red and this burgundy color that they found it's not like christmas but i could have put them in a million sweaters and they purposely found one that matches hers and i'm very upset about it
1: yeah i feel you and it's the same like Kind of turtlenecky, baggy, gross, chunky, dumpy, garbage bag of a sweater. <laughs> yes.
0: As the kids say, one hundred. <laughs> Do the kids say that?
1: Yeah, they say like keep it one hundred. Oh, like like the like the emoji? One hundred? I mean, I think that's well,
0: I don't think they're referring to the emoji. I mean maybe they are. Oh. They say like keep it one hundred or yes 100 or that that's 100 i don't know i think that's
1: like percent yeah but they don't say percent oh yeah okay i i believe you 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 work with youth i
0: did learn what drip means the other day from one of my kiddos really what is it drip means like bling so drip is like you're showing stuff off because he was telling me about this rap song that said like she's like hung up on my drip drip or something. And I was like,
1: what does that mean? <laughs> but Rachel does look real cute. Okay. So, but I have a question. Is her shirt not too risque for work? True. But if you're a waitress, you want to get tips. Like she's
0: wearing a long sleeve, bright red shirt, but it's off the shoulder and she's not wearing a bra. And, and like, it's unclear what's even keeping the off the shoulder part on her arm like she can't move
1: here is where i agree with you like where the line is if the off the shoulder shows your armpit Mm -hmm. like shows the crease of where your shoulder meets the chestal region it's (laughs) it's too off the shoulder like yeah it's not that's that's past the point of class that's just a long glove at
0: that point it's not off the shoulder (laughs) You can't count it as being off of here. It's coming up from you, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. I think it's, I think it is too risque. And also I would not want to be holding a tray full of hot liquids, wearing that (laughs) shirt, trying to pass that stuff out. Cause if you are, if it starts to slip in any way, there's no, you don't have any hands to fix it and you're going to spill all over yourself or others. I'm pretty sure because at one point you could like kind of see you could see that the the shot
0: was close enough that you could see the edge of her shirt on her arm and I was looking at it and I was like there's got to be tape under it keeping it there because which no regular person wears no because otherwise it would be like there is no way to keep that kind of shirt up that is like a four looks shirt it is not a functional kind of item you can't move in that item (laughs) I said no bra nipples blazing like is that appropriate for work (laughs) and also is this the first appearance of her nipples because jennifer aniston's nipples become a thing and i'm not body shaving she can't help it but it's like a known thing about friends that her nipples are
1: always out um her and courtney cox i'm sorry i love bodies but it's just distracting right that's all it is i'm just like I can't I can't stop looking at
0: it well so now my search history on my computer includes Jennifer Aniston friends nipples that's a thing that I've searched for now and I was like please don't come up with like porn please don't come yeah. up with hair <laughs> photos but so she said once in vogue yeah I don't know what to say about that it's just one of those things I guess I wear a bra I don't know what to tell you and I don't know why we're supposed to be ashamed of them. It's just the way my breasts are. But hey, OG,
1: I'm not going to complain. Because I guess, like, nipples are in again or something. I I didn't know that they were out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I feel like there's been a movement. Because Instagram, if there's a picture with nipples, they'll take it oh, down. Oh, yeah. And so, like, there's been a movement about, like, because if men are shirtless, they don't care. Yeah, with their but little nipples. But if women, even even if it's just like someone like, because Chelsea Handler tries to get her pictures taken down all the time, so even if she has like pasties on, they'll they'll like flag
1: it. And she was That's like, "Why so can't?" Stupid. What is? It... I mean, sorry. it's just
0: fat glands under what a man has. That's all it is. There's nothing different. It's just like fat cells, and milk well, ducts.
1: Yeah, and they're actually functional. So. So she was the original nipple exhibitionist. I don't know. Something. <laughs> anyway, put that in your search history. <laughs> <laughs> <Nipple> exhibition.
0: <laughs> I have no issues with her nipple showing. I mean, it is distracting. Yes, but I was just like, that shirt is too risque for your job.
1: I agree. And a safety hazard. Just let me I'll leave it, I'll leave it at that. It's a safety hazard.
0: Aside from not being able to move her arms and stuff, like, mm-hmm. her nipples are very close to hot liquid. Like,
1: that's, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. the shirt is very low, so if it yes. slips at all, basically her, her boobs are going to go in hot coffee. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody. <laughs> Somebody might want oh. that, honestly. <laughs> Somebody wants, some, like, anything. Somebody <laughs> Joey
0: lost his job as
1: Santa. Oh, he's so sad. But he gets to be a helper. And his hair looks really good. Yeah, it does. Everything I wrote about Joey's whole getup and outfit throughout the entire is like, Joey is so Joey.
0: How you doing? Yes.
1: Like, he's got, he's got like the like blue mock turtleneck at one point. He's got his leather jacket comes back. His hair looks good. I'm like, oh the joey vibes are back yeah he says to about the guy who
0: got the santa job over him he goes he's not even jolly it's all political (laughs) (laughs) i just love that (laughs) then okay so joey is joey chandler's sweater ugh so we had a conversation when you were here about, like, why do hotel rooms feel the need to have, like, all this stuff? Like, why is it that everything has to be so busy? Like, why do we have to have eight patterns?
1: Why is <laughs> yeah. that a thing? Stripes on the floor, flowers on the curtains, like, with squiggles on the wall. <laughs> different bedspread, different bathroom. Like, yeah.
0: Why are we doing... Why are we trying to get people to not... <laughs>
1: oh, man. It's just
0: there's too much. Too much happening. I I want to actually research that because there had to have been a decision at some point when hotels started to be like we want to drive people to not want to stay here long term we want you to feel slightly psychologically damaged by sitting
1: here i don't know
0: i don't get it but long story short his sweater looks like the carpet from a shitty hotel room
1: yes the stripes it's a stripes one right and it's like brown it's... and cream oh it's so bad it is so bad
0: chandler's ranting about new year's eve and i just love when he's like screaming at the top of his lungs he's like man i'm talking loud (laughs) just about how desperate he is like everyone wants to kiss someone like that's desperate scramble
1: can i tell you and please don't take this the wrong way because i love you so much but it was was so you (laughs) Also, we've all fe- felt that we've all been there in terms of like that rant in public where you just look around and are like, oh, ah, uh, um, where am I? <laughs> I'm <excuse> sorry. <laughs> um, But I had a question.
0: Like, is this a thing that everyone every year is like, I got to have someone to kiss? Like, that's the goal of New Year's? Because I. I've I never don't... had that. <laughs> I, yeah, I was wondering, like, is that, I mean, I guess you've been with Tyler for a very long time, but, and I know I've been at New Year's parties where I felt like bummed that everyone was coupled up, but I never was like the two weeks before being like, who's going to, I got to get someone. I was just kind of. Must
1: kiss someone. No, it was more, more just like when you fight, like when you finally got somebody, it was like, oh, this is a perk. Oh, this is better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not left out.
0: <laughs> And like one year I was at a party with like four or five couples and me and they, they all like kissed each other. And then they kissed, they all kissed me at the same time, like on my face. So that was kind of, but then I was also like, I'm not sure if this feels better or way worse.
1: (laughs) This pity kiss. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, it's because they love you. I know we have a great picture of it,
0: but I did Google. Why do you need to kiss someone on New Year's Eve? Like, where did that come from? And weirdly, foodandwine.com told me this answer. It's to get closer to your special someone. According to an English and German superstition, kissing the one you love at midnight will ensure an entire year of affection from them. Oh. I guess that's only someone you love. So, like, why desperately scramble for someone if you, like, don't want their affection
1: for you? Yeah. Chandler and Janice. Janice. (laughs) (laughs) So they make the pact... Right? Mm-hmm. They make the pact that that they, because Paolo's gone, they don't, no one has anybody, so Chandler suggests the pact that it's just going to be the six of them for New Year's and they're not going to be coupled up. Just dinner. At 3.23, Phoebe takes the stage and I just have to say, like, when she pulls out the bells and has <laughs> oh that, like, happiest face. Also, I wanted to point out that this was an excerpt from the soundtrack right this song yeah is wasn't it from one of the clips on the soundtrack i don't remember when she's like i met a man with eyes of coal and a smile so bewitching i i swear i remember that from the soundtrack i think you might be right la 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 yes yes because
0: when she does the la la then it goes into another song yeah You're right Yes. I just, like, couldn't when she was smiling and and I was watching her face and when she looks down for a second, I was like, I wonder if she's gonna break. Like, she just really looked just, like, yeah. so deranged. So and, like, psychotic. So happy. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, man. Um, and this is where at 3.44, Monica and Ross, if you pause it accidentally at 3.44, the same exact color, looking at each other, like, uh. so just, like, Oh, sweetie, baby. Like, oh so no, love no, and it's disgusting.
1: Ew. No. Well, that's funny that you paused it there, and that, and you got that because if you look at everyone else, they look like they're in pain.
0: <laughs> it's right before the pain part.
1: Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right I know, I know what you're talking about then.
0: <laughs> it, like pans over everybody, just being like, oh, okay, fine, and then it goes to the, and then my mother's ashes. <laughs> Even her eyelashes. I'm curious. Do we ever hear anything about her mom being cremated later? I was trying to remember if that really tracks, or if they
1: said anything about her being buried or anything. I don't think. I don't think so. I I couldn't remember if there was any details about it. Are we gonna talk about the 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 noisy boys? Noisy boys. Yeah, four twenty nine. I love the noisy boys. I love that she just says that. Like, excuse me, excuse me, noisy boys. You want to share with everybody? Can we just talk about how wonderful of a human being Hank Azari is? Yeah. I love yeah. him. Last night, when I was watching the episode and doing some research, I was typing down some notes because I, I know mostly of his career with The Simpsons and all that, like very obvious. I mentioned it to Tyler. He had no idea that they were the same person. What? He was like, wait. I knew the name, but I didn't know that that was the same guy. Like, that's him? That's the same? That's the Simpsons guy? The, the Simpsons, Hank Azaria? And I'm like, Oh, Tyler. Yes. And it like blew his mind. Oh, he has so much to learn.
0: I wrote, like, the first thing I wrote before I even did any research was like, honestly, what has this guy not been in?
1: Right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> one of my favorite. One of my favorite roles was when he played um uh, what is it the roommate in the Birdcage, the movie oh, The Birdcage yeah, Agador Agador Agador, <laughs> and he has to pretend to be their like Greek butler and like cook them a meal for their Jewish parents. <laughs> God, I need to watch that movie again. Between Hank Azaria, Robin Williams, and Nathan Lane. It's just like comic gold. I forgot that he was also on Mad About You
0: as Meet the Dog Walker.
1: Yes, I know. that. I, I found that too. And I was like, oh my gosh, another little connection between the two shows. Yep. Did you also know that he was married to
0: Helen Hunt? What? For one year. No, I did not know that. They started dating in 94. So like this... when yeah this they're <gasps> dating right now and they got married in 99 and were divorced by december 2000 wow i don't know if they met on mad not about, a, you, about or you but 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 i love that he comes on he comes on friends to date phoebe and phoebe is on mad about you as ursula and Nate, he's on there as Nate. yeah and he's very
1: yeah. down helen hunt it's great it <laughs> caused a blackout <laughs> Do you want to know some other things about Hank Azaria? Um, yes, because I love him. Although he didn't
0: expect to be successful, he decided to become a professional actor so that he would not regret not having tried later in life. Oh decided, like, I have to do it or I'll regret it. He has won six Emmys, four of which were for The Simpsons, and a SAG Award on The Simpsons since 1989. He has voiced 16 recurring characters and like countless one-time characters. I know he's amazing oh my god so he uh, this is from wikipedia this is a quote his friends refer to him as the freakish mimic due to his ability to copy almost anyone's voice instantly after he's heard it as a child he believed that everyone can do it but later realized it was not a common talent he said he can remember every voice he hears famous or otherwise they kind of remain in his memory banks and he's ready to trap them out he said he was glad to have found the ultimate outlet for this skill in the Simpsons. And he didn't realize it when he joined the show, but it became like a lab for a character actor like him. He could develop all those. That is so cool. In the early 2000s, he said he felt he had reached the maximum number of voices he was capable of. And for the first 10 years of the Simpsons, he did like every voice he could think of. And then he felt like he hit a point where he was tapped out. He said, every noise I've could, I can make, I have made already. (laughs) And he said every character he's played since, um, even if it's two or three lines, he said he's already done it somewhere along the line on The Simpsons.
1: He also auditioned to play Joey Tribbiani. I did see that. That was yeah. really cool. Can you imagine? It'd be weird. I mean, it'd be weird. But I, the thing is, he's such a chameleon. Like, I think he could probably do it. Yeah, because you like you love him as David. Like he's yeah. so so adorable. From second one, oh yeah, no, from second one, that that monologue that he gives in the <laughs> coffee shop, talking to Phoebe, is Recapping. just like, oh my god, you fall in love with him when he's like, and 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 that's when uh, the yelling started.
0: <laughs> that's when you started yelling. I'm
1: like, oh my god, when he says that she's the most beautiful. He was just telling Max. That she's the most beautiful woman he's ever seen in his life and then compares her to Daryl Hannah, but not Daryl Hannah in this, Daryl Hannah in this. And that when when he says she's luminous with a kind of delicate grace, like, how could you not fall in love with him? I know, and I love the way that he and Max are like, oh no, oh no! Oh, yeah. I
0: said it was, a, it was like this a luminous grace with the blah, blah, blah like yeah. they, they're like working together to reconstruct their conversation. It was so funny.
1: They're all called out on the spot, <laughs> and
0: they're scientists, so it's got to be. Yeah, we got this is what happened. Yeah, very accurate. Yeah.
1: Also, really
0: quick, Hank Azaria is the godfather of Oliver Platt's son George. um He's a regular poker player. He has appeared twice on Celebrity Poker Showdown, and he's competed at other events finishing just a few places short of the bubble of the main event of the 2010 world series of poker. Wow. So, like that's pretty hardcore. He has stated that he would have been a therapist if he were not an actor. Well, there you go, Sarah. I know. I included that for myself. <laughs> that's for you. <laughs> this is just a really short list of stuff he's been in pretty woman, fresh Prince of Bel-Air family ties, growing pains, Beethoven now. And then the Birdcage, Gross Point Blank, Along Came Polly with Jennifer Aniston, okay.
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Futurama, Dodgeball, the Aristocrats, Night at the Museum, The Smurfs, and Family Guy. Wonderful. Ugh, love him. So many good things in that list. And his red glasses are so cute.
1: I know. They match his little plaid shirt. Can I tell you how much I love his red glasses? Like, clash so bad with his pink plaid shirt. I, lo- I love it. I love it. cute. <laughs> so good
0: do you want to know real quick about max yes wayne perret i hope i'm saying that right there are three different possible spellings of his last name one has um little accents over both es one has it over one e and one has it over no e's. so okay it's probably french but or i i don't know perret perret yeah it's p-e-r-e He had an interest in becoming a commercial driver, like a truck driver, and he moved to Houston to learn the craft, but got bored and quit. And he followed in his brother's footsteps and headed to Louisiana State University where he discovered discovered acting by accident while looking at courses relating to speech. He has been in Galaxy Quest, Northern Exposure, The Big Short, Trombo, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, Venom, HBO series
1: Watchmen, and Nip Tuck. Oh. Do you remember Nip Tuck? I never watched it because I didn't like cutting, like I don't like shows that like, I don't like medical things that- Nip or Tuck. (laughs) Yeah, that show surgeries. It was so trashy.
0: It was like such (laughs) a, yeah, it was, I think it was on FX. I got like really into it, but I knew it was like kind of garbagey. But it was, um, it was almost like a, I wonder, I never watched Desperate Housewives, but I feel like it was probably like that, but of like plastic surgery.
1: Wait, was it a reality show? No. It was, no, it was like a series, right? That
0: Desperate Housewives was not, you're thinking of Housewives of, oh. no, What? Am, what's it called? Real Housewives. Real That's Housewives. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Desperate Housewives, which I've never seen, so I don't really know, but Nip was like the two guys um,
1: who I think have both been in other stuff. I don't know. It was kind of like a soap opera almost. I remember it was widely popular.
0: So trashy. Yeah. I would watch it and be like, why am I watching this? I can't wait for more.
1: Never gonna tempt me. <laughs> it's so
0: bad. I can't believe I watched that show.
1: Drama. I loved
0: every second of it every second i know i hated myself and i loved every minute (laughs)
1: all right back to friends why is monica's christmas tree so small i don't know and are they taking on taking off are they putting on i don't know what they're doing with the ornaments why do they need three people to decorate a tree that's that big (laughs) I don't think there's so much decorating it as much as, like, sitting around and playing with the ornaments. (laughs) I did want to point out Ross's shirt. Oh, man. I am so excited. I may vomit. He is wearing a very feminine flowery shirt. Like, it's, like, tiny pattern, but it's, like, stripes with flowers between that I, like, I I kept staring at it. And I was, like, I kind of love it. Or I kind of hate it. Like I can't, I can't really tell how I feel.
0: I did find one note that I was like, all their outfits are so Christmassy, color themed, except Ross. Like, what's his problem? He's wearing that shirt, and every single other person in the room is wearing like green or red. Yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe they're poinsettias. Or maybe he has a monkey, and like his whole life is over. It's just falling apart. When Phoebe talks about David, though, and she's just like, Have you ever seen the movie An Officer and the Gentleman? It's kinda like the guy I went to see that with. I loved that. It that is just the prime example of where Phoebe goes where you never know where she's going. Yeah. And I love that. She just always keeps you on her on your toes. Rachel's like, Oh, Paolo named my breasts by date six. And I asked
0: her, I was like he wasn't watching it, but I, I paused it and was like, Have you ever named a girl's breast? And he was like, No. I was like, have you ever wanted to name a girl's breast? And he was like, No. Have you ever wanted to name my breast? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've never had mine named. <laughs> have you ever had yours named? Yes. You I have? Totally have. <laughs> Did you name them? No. Someone else a guy named them? Oh my god, what were their names? We can cut this.
1: I don't want to (laughs) say, but I'm going to tell you. Oh my God. That's so
0: good.
1: I'm so glad you didn't know that.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that. If I did, I forgot. It's incredible. One of our friends, someone named hers, or I don't know if she named them or someone named them, Mary Kate and Ashley. we will never name mine now. <laughs> oh my god! I love that. That's my favorite thing I learned today. <laughs> oh,
1: also, man. Chandler invited Janice. He snapped. <laughs> he snapped. I put that too. Parentheses. He snapped. <laughs> I can't handle the sure. Oh, I'm so excited! I love Janice so much. Oh, I can't wait for the party. She's just she's just so good. So Janice,
0: I love that she like she's just like always around. Anytime he's ready to call her, she'll just she's just around
1: and like happy and ready to ready to date again. And then the next three,
0: (laughs) I just wrote: Joey's an elf. Ross and Marcel have their first fight. Chandler's gonna check in on Marcel. Drama, monkey drama. But like
1: Ross is fighting with a monkey,
0: (sighs) and I'm like, why do you have a monkey?
1: Well, at eight minutes thirty seconds, we go to the scientist lab. Yeah, a new set. A new set. Um, I tried to figure out what kind of equations were on their board, and I, I, I didn't get anywhere. I didn't even <laughs> know what symbols they were. I couldn't find them on the keyboard, and I was just like, "I give up. I can't." No, I couldn't find out how to type pi on the. <laughs> I, I know one oh. was pi. I couldn't find the symbol for pi it's under special characters somewhere but I couldn't I couldn't figure it out
0: yeah uh, that's way more (laughs) that's way more effort than you should I know great job though but you you did really well in math you were like kind of not into math but you were like good at math I, I I hung in there I hung in there I got I got to trig I took trig our senior year and I got mono and I had to teach myself trig at home and I got back to school and ha- after like a month and a half of being home with mono and I had to take a test and I just walked over to my teacher and I walked over and was like I just don't know any of this like I just I can't take this test it's like the only time in my life where I was just like I can't do it I don't I don't know how to do this stuff yeah I also had to teach myself econ That was like the two months of econ we had in Mr. Dallas's classes while I had mono. He's like, well, I don't know any of this either.
1: (laughs) Probably why I can't
0: budget anything. (laughs) I don't know math. I don't know econ.
1: (laughs) My life is over.
0: David is wearing a Marvin the Martian T-shirt that is just
1: absolutely wonderful. Oh, he's so cute, and he's He's... eating Chinese food while while he's being cute. Well, and I was curious. This is where the
0: timeline started getting to me. because She was like, are you going to kiss me ever? And it made it because then he says I was going to. And then a bunch of like it sounded like they went on a bunch of dates. So like how many days has it been?
1: Well, so I didn't I didn't think that he was talking about like time, but I more like the time within your own head where after you kind of like are into somebody, you start like spiraling a little bit of like, well, what's the next step? How, like now, now I want to kiss them, but now it has to be really great. And now, like I'm putting all this pressure on myself so that I it has to be great. And now like, when am I going to find the right opportunity for it to be great? And oh my God, is it going to really be that great? And they're going to be disappointed if it's not as great as how, how I'm making it in my head. And that's something that I actually love about David and phoebe's relationship is that they both like monologue out loud what is happening in their heads and i just so appreciate it there's such like honesty and real like realness yeah and i i just like fall in love with them as a couple I love oh it.
0: so much i every time i see this episode i'm like why did you have to go to mint like why
1: i know But yeah, I just like, I think it's so relatable how like we all fantasize about like the possibilities and where it could go. And then like when reality hits, you're just like paralyzed because you're like, ah, (laughs) it's not like the fantasy.
0: (laughs) That's true. I forgot about the anxiety factor in all of
1: this too. But Phoebe's just like, no, no. She so builds him up. She's just like, no, no you're you are a sweeper you're a sweeper just just do it just sweep me i love that she brings out the sweeper I, and him. It's so I know, good i know i know and the whole time you're like rooting for him you're like no just just sweep and throw her guy like just do it i, <laughs> I
0: love that like you said they're like monologuing they're like planning out the logistics of the kiss like should i throw do you want to hop and like she's like oh i can hop it's okay like yeah i'll just hop up here <laughs> And then when he goes in, he's kind of just
1: like... I know, so awkward and, like, yeah. gentle. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, did you note all the science things on the set to make you sure that, that you knew that you were in a science lab? Tell me about all of them. Well, he was talking about particle accelerators, which oh. I don't know what that is. There were also, like, there was this neon yellow-orange tube that was buzzing and vibrating and glowing and i'm like i don't know what that really does other than like it's something that you see at the exploratorium that kids touch and like makes your hair staticky
0: is it the one at the end of the scene they zoom in on yeah i think it was just supposed to symbolize like electricity Ooh. Like, oh okay. they had electricity because it all of a sudden the noise
1: it was like yeah <laughs> All right, so we go back to the coffee shop. Rachel
0: brings Joey coffee. He's complaining that she, he, she didn't leave any room for cream.
1: She drinks it, gives it to him, and then he just drinks it and doesn't put any cream in it. Yet another example of how she's the worst waitress ever.
0: I, st- I was wondering when I watched that, like, does she do this for other people? Probably. And Terry knows about it. Probably.
1: Probably. Terry doesn't care. Terry's, Terry's checked out.
0: It's our first mention of Fun Bobby, though, and Chandler knows someone named Fun Bob.
1: Good for you, Chandler. Ross is pouting. Of oh course. Oh my god, the pouting, the pouting over the Only monkey, one. the powder pouting because he, now Monica's <laughs> taking Fun Bobby. The fact that Chandler had a better time with his monkey than he did. <laughs>
0: I forgot about Chandler having a better time with
1: myself. All right. <laughs> Can't get much lower than that.
0: This is the storyline that they've
1: come up with. Yeah, also is this is this our life now? <laughs> come on. I have a bone to pick with boners. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How long have you been waiting for that one? That just that's came
1: really to good. me. It just came oh, to me. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> but when Max bursts in, like all just like in a flurry and phoebe's like oh max have you met everyone and he's just like no and moves on like he's completely so nerdy and sciencey but he's so excited oh yeah i also read
0: he's like oh we're going to minsk and i read that lisa kudrow's ancestors are actually from in like the village of Ilya. i think that's how you say it in the minsk area
1: yeah i saw that too Um, I thought it was really funny also that they're going to Minsk. Max says that Minsk is in Russia with Phoebe saying, like, I know where Minsk is. But both are wrong. Minsk is actually in Belarus, having officially become the capital in the Republic of Belarus in 1991, three years before this episode aired. So it was part of the, which had been part of the USSR. So, it is not in Russia. It is part of the former USSR. Are places called former USSR?
0: Like, is Belarus no, a country
1: yes. yeah, That's like the country?
0: Yes. <laughs> There's just 10 countries called former USSR. <laughs> that was a stupid
1: question. Cut that. Not USSR anymore. One. OG USSR. <laughs> not USSR anymore. Two. <laughs>
0: Cut it, cut it. Cut anything that makes yeah, me I sound stupid. No,
1: cut, cut it all. Just just cut it all. We don't need to talk about this. <laughs> we try and learn things and we just, we don't.
0: Hey, I can't retain everything. God, I have to learn about sports and Jeopardy and crap. Like, it's a lot.
1: <laughs> it's a lot, of, a lot of stuff to jam in there. I have to take
0: in everyone's feelings all day, every day. Like, there's no more room for Belarus. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> you have to fill in, fill in the... the- the gaps with Temptation Island. Before
0: Max comes in, when Mar- Mar- Chandler's talking about Marcel, like Ross is just whining so much, and everyone looks so annoyed. Like, yeah. please stop talking about your monkey. Why Every- are we doing this?
1: Everyone hates the monkey. Everyone, <laughs> except Chandler. <laughs> yeah, they're be- they're best friends now. Best friends. And then we go back to
0: the lab again. We do. David's not going to go, but he's gotten very good at sweeping and making out.
1: Yes. Also, Max is there too. He's in the lab this time, and he's so bitter. Yes. I loved his performance in this scene so much. How he storms out, and it almost made me think like, hmm, I think Max has maybe a little thing for David. <laughs> ah. Yeah. He played it very. He played it well, like that. Yeah, there was a little hint of jealousy in there. That I was yeah. just like, oh, I'm just gonna spend all my time instead of going to Mints, making out with my girlfriend, <laughs> and then like gave kind of a look, and I was like, oh, that is charged. <laughs> yes, like could either
0: be jealousy or like, uh, we're scientists. We don't have time for love. Like that's not logical. That's true. We don't do that. True. Like, this is important work. Whatever <laughs> it is that they're trying to do, it's very important and mathematical. Particle
1: accelerators. Making them go faster is incredibly important. Yep. He tells her, like, I'm I'm going. Tell me to stay. And she's like, stay, stay, stay. And he's like, okay. So I was just curious. Have you ever made a major life choice for a boy? Yes. Me too. <laughs> and do you regret yours? No, I don't.
0: I do. <laughs> well, I guess... I guess mine wasn't super major. I mean, it felt, it, I think having made the decision is what was major. How old were you? I was in college. Okay. So I was like 20, 19 or 20. Yeah. I went to, I went to Australia and I had a chance to add on five days of my trip to go to Fiji for like $500. And I was in Australia for a month and my partner at the time was like livid that I was leaving him for a month instead of like being excited that I was going on this experience. And then like the thought of me being gone for five extra days was like, it was like (laughs) an affront to him rather than something exciting An opportunity for you. And to go to Fiji for $500, like I think about it very often now. And I I am like, I can't believe that I let somebody make me feel bad that I was hurting them by going to experience something that like they had every opportunity to do also, like didn't make the effort to raise the money. Like I did fundraisers, blah, blah, blah. And I was just very upset that I let myself be talked out of that because I can't go to Fiji for $500
1: now. No, I think at every some point in all of our lives, we've done something like that. Either not gone or gone somewhere. Mine was when we picked up and just got the hell out of Orange and moved to Santa Cruz. Yeah. (laughs) Because Tyler was in Santa Cruz. And I think it was like a week after we hooked up. (laughs) We were just like, yeah, let's go. Let's move. Let's get out of here.
0: I think that was... At that time, like you'd been in Orange a long time though, and I'd only yeah.
1: been there for like three months, and I called my mom crying every day. It was like, I f- need a year. yeah. Just for context, we were living in a house. I I had graduated from Chapman. We were living in a house in the suburbs in Orange County, and we were living with a literal beauty queen, Miss mm-hmm. Fullerton. No joke. And it it was, it was awful. So. Yeah, I got together with Tyler at a concert just as a circle of friends. And I think I think he came to visit maybe once or twice. You and I went up to visit him once. And we were like, let's move here. Yeah, I think so I think that it was after that. So maybe a month had gone by.
0: Oh yeah. And it was like we went to visit and we were like, we're moving. So we came home and we told the two roommates like mm-hmm. We're having a yard sale
1: on Saturday and we're moving out. Yeah, we're just, we're leaving. We're picking up. Oh, because they also just want, they like hated our cat and we were just like, bye. Um, And we didn't really have a place to live.
0: <laughs> I moved
1: back home in with my parents while you lived with Tyler or you like stayed with him. And looked for places to live. And we, then we moved into the slug basement. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, Ashley, there was a slug on the wall in here (gasps) this
1: morning. And I was like, (laughs) like, traumatic flashbacks. You guys, I have to just I have to tell you how horrific this place was. In the in the flats in Santa Cruz, we, we lived in this basement of this Victorian house. It had glitter paint on the floors. It was a one bedroom, so we shared a bed. <laughs> you had to go through the you had to
0: go through the bedroom to get to the kitchen or bathroom. Yeah, so it was like a hallway with like the living room at the front door, then the bedroom. yeah, then the kitchen then the bathroom.
1: Yeah. and the, and every single night, every single night, slugs would come out of the drain or somewhere in the house and cover the walls of our of our tiny little basement so you couldn't get up to like go pee you had to put shoes on and oh night. it was so awful and then and then they would be gone in the in the morning and there would be sl- like slug slime all over the everything oh
0: my god it and was, we were so I, happy living there too
1: <laughs> wasn't there something with the kitchen
0: water was like scalding burning hot only wasn't that a thing too
1: yeah I think so (laughs) like (laughs) we couldn't like wash our hands (laughs) oh my god and we our bedroom was so
0: small our beds like literally touched it was like one bed
1: yeah I forgot that we did have two beds it was just a mega bed (laughs) (laughs) and it was the best we were like this is awesome (laughs) it was so great oh my god oh but uh but yeah that was a good that was still a good decision I'll, I'll maintain yeah. it was a good decision
0: it was a good decision it was needed I like I needed to get out of, I mean you'd been there a long time you were ready and yeah. I was like <laughs> I only moved down there because you were there yeah you're like I've in my house and I was like I live with my parents get me out of here <laughs> <laughs> and I was working at Macy's in the handbag
1: department It was just miserable We've come so far. We're we're at the party now. Yeah.
0: Okay. So fun fact. Maybe you read this, but "Shiny Happy People" by REM is playing, and that was, the, was supposed to be the original theme song in the pilot, or it was in the pilot.
1: Yes, I love that they kept it. That was such a good fun fact. I loved that. Um, <laughs> also, first shot is Janice is there, and just can I just look at her party dress I she... said her bow is as obnoxious as obnoxious as she is her, her dress is just phenomenal she yes. looks she looks like a Janice Barbie like she do- oh she does and I have to say that like she is a lot more Janice-y here than when we first met her same I I wrote that down too like she's completely embraced the Janice laugh she's like yeah. she's she's Fully stepped into her character. Now Monica's dress,
0: however. Oh, please tell me all about this horror.
1: Well so you know how you said that the the clothes that she is wearing make her body look <laughs> like different bodies? Yeah. Um she looks like Skeletor. I like I yeah. don't understand like Skeletor in a nightgown.
0: And she somehow also looks like two months pregnant even though she's like so skinny it's awful yeah it's awful it's and it's not her body like i'm not trying to body shame she has a great body this dress is awful <laughs>
1: it would look good on nobody nobody i yeah. don't care how like super model athletic perfect you are it shows everything Bill <laughs> goodacre could have worn that dress
0: and we would have been like Ooh. Oh honey. bad choice.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sweet baby angel. Oh no. sweet. Oh sweet baby girl angel face. However, uh Joey's leather jacket is back and yay, I love it. Yay! But
0: his date brought two kids.
1: Yeah. So Oops. sorry, Joey. Um, but Chandler, okay, so Chandler, do you have... Ch- Chandler's whole whole party outfit. Please tell me all about it. Okay, so remember when we talked about the Keebler elf? The yes. Date? Um, <laughs> so he's wearing this, like, high-collar white shirt with a, like, dark vest, and then, like... He's wearing a vest. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. And then, <sighs> like, this, like, other jacket over it. But, like, the collar is, like, too high. It's almost like he tried... And, and also his hair looks really bad. I don't know what it was <laughs> about about his hair. It was, like, too floppy. It wasn't like, I don't know. It was. It didn't look like nice Chandler hair. Yeah. Um, but it looked like he was trying to dress like Downton Abbey and he had never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell what was happening, but it didn't look like it was out of any kind of time period that existed <laughs> ever.
0: Oh my God. He's just like so desperate for anyone to be with. He's like, this is what I wear, right? Yeah. Will someone kiss me in this shirt dress, whatever yeah. I'm wearing, nightgown. Joey's date. I just have a quick fact about her that I think, well, don't maybe you won't like it as much as I think you will. Her name is Sarah McDonald, and she's best known for being in Weird Science in 1984 and Star Trek, but it was Deep Space Nine in '97. The bad one. Oh, that's the bad one. That's the bad one. Okay. I you know you like The Next Generation.
1: Is Deep Space Nine. Are they parallel? Were they on the same time or different I, times? I think so, but they were like, they weren't on a ship that like traveled around. They were on like a space station. Okay. So they no- nothing ever happened oh. except things attacked the space station. Okay. And was it different, like totally different characters? Yeah. Okay. I think, I think maybe one or two times the, the worlds like met. Okay. But yeah, no, they're... it was just not good. All right, well, scratch that. You'll hate that. But she <laughs> also... <laughs> just kidding.
0: Um, She also appeared in Dream On, which is a show that has come up a bunch of times. It was written by um, David Crane and Marta Kaufman. Oh. And she was... Uh, so I think Dream On was before Friends. I think it was like a failed... Oh. show, um, if I remember right. I've but I've heard about the show a bunch of times and like a bunch of people that either auditioned for DreamOn or were on Dream On or like knew Marta Kaufman and David Crane through that show are involved in Friends somehow. And she also appeared in 13 episodes of Muggsy as Margaret Muggsy Malloy.
1: I don't know what Muggsy is.
0: Well when so I, when I was writing it, I remembered it, I thought it was like a kid's show but now oh oh no just kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm horrified now saturday morning live action tv show on nbc from 1976 to 77 show centered on margaret mugsy malloy sarah mcdonald who lived with her older brother nick a cab driver in a furnished truck converted into an apartment behind a gas station It followed her life in the inner city and the problems she faced growing up, including drugs and gangs. Oh. Okay then. So I thought it was a cartoon, but I'm thinking of something else I guess. that's not a cartoon. She was in that. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Rachel comes in and Phoebe says her face exploded. Whoever did the makeup on this poor woman, I was like, it's gross. First of all, her lip disgusting. Like, I, I'm like, how do you ever I've never seen a lip that looked like that even in the worst fight I was also
0: shocked that if this is if she's being beaten in public, why did nobody at the airport why yeah. did nothing happen like why is she just coming home like why the cab driver did nothing the airport nobody
1: nothing nothing like yeah she hit her head on the curb <laughs> like it seems kind of serious. Yeah. So, I mean, just looking at her coat, too, I was like, is that supposed to be mud or blood? Because... I, I assumed it, mud, but... It kind of... I don't know. Maybe it was the coloring on my TV. But I was like, I'm a little horrified right now if that's supposed to be blood. <laughs> yeah. She, she looked like she killed a person. <laughs> like... yeah, exactly.
0: It, I mean, even if you got smacked or punched in public like if especially at the airport what what mud is at the airport well (laughs) yes that aside but like she was in a cab and a woman drug her out by her hair and started hitting her and she tried to go to another cab the woman like grabbed her (laughs) threw her down and I I can't believe no one would do it I mean I guess there weren't really cell
1: phones I don't there's security right yeah it's an airport (laughs) although i guess security was pretty lax at that point that was pre pre (laughs) 9-11 there's always people out roaming where
0: the cars are stopped though because they're like don't stop here for more than nine seconds so (laughs) you'd think someone would be
1: around (laughs) yeah i don't know maybe we'll never hear the full story but i just was like she comes back looking ragged I
0: also thought it was so funny that the music stops when she walks in. And in my mind, I was like, who is the person at this party who gets up and walks over to the music and pushes stop because they see her come in?
1: I was trying to think about who that would be. We we just all need to just take a moment and let this sink in. But when she gets all cleaned up and
0: comes out in her little slip dress, she looks really cute aside from her face.
1: face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Really cute. Yeah. And it's surprisingly she has no bruises on any arms or anything. It's just her face.
0: And if you smacked your head on the curb, like would you not go
1: see someone or go to the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know.
0: All right. Well,
1: when Chandler (laughs)
0: Chandler Ross are sitting in the chair. And Janice is like, There you are. And he like his physical reaction is so incredible and ross's reaction to his reaction they're both just like oh my god no so good
1: i love janice when he's just like janice janice hey janice (laughs) it's just like takes you right back to when they broke up before and he just like semi breaks up with her again just be like you know this isn't what i thought And she's just like Oh, and like how her hands do this little thing, and she like pushes him like, Chandler Bing, <laughs> like talking about how one day she's she, gonna like, like regret losing her. I love her.
0: Uh, but she's always gonna be there. She just loves
1: him. She can't get enough. Yeah, for bingoing. When David is feeding Phoebe popcorn, and Max <laughs> comes up and just says, Yoko. <laughs> There's so much meaning in that one word.
0: Totally. Which like I bet a lot of a whole generation doesn't even understand. Nope.
1: Nope. Look it up. Yeah. Um, I do want to say I love David's like shirt tie jacket combo. It's yeah. so cute. He's like dressed up. I know, and it's nice, and it's really classy. It's like this, like yeah. sort of gray ensemble, like gray wool coat, and like the yeah. with the patterned shirt. It's super cute and cool. You know who doesn't look good is Max. Yeah, <laughs> looks terrible. But apparently, it looks good enough for Joey's Joey's <laughs> Miss Mugsy. <laughs> miss miss Mugsy. But <laughs> oh, then Fun Bobby comes in. Oh yes, but Fun Bobby is sad. <laughs>
0: Oh, so sad.
1: Hey, everyone. Fun Bobby's here.
0: (laughs) And then Joey's like, whoa, who died? (laughs) (laughs) He's played by Vincent Ventresca. I think that's how you
1: say it. Do you want to know about him? Yes, I do. I know a little something about him. Tell me. Um, Just a little uh, connection to Lisa Kudrow. Oh, yes. And a very special movie called Romeo and michelle's high school reunion
0: it's like our alma mater film where we were like we're gonna go to our high school reunion say we invented post-its make
1: up a dance and then you didn't go i totally didn't
0: i went with galen we drank wine in my car in the parking lot
1: (laughs) you know what though i would totally go to the next one i think i would be ready to go to the next one actually it's supposed to be this year is it this year is our 20th Oh, dear God, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) It's 2021.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I doubt it's going to happen this year. But okay, so Fun Bobby, he is the youngest of 11 children.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Okay, so Fun Bobby comes back in season two and dates Monica. But at that point, he's developed a drinking problem. And she gets him to stop drinking. But he is so dull that she starts drinking heavily to enjoy being around him. Um, and he then breaks up with her for having a drinking problem. Yeah, and I'm only <laughs> it's <a> great episode. <laughs> so good. I'm only bringing that up because there was a 2019 interview with Vincent where he said that he thinks Fun Bobby started drinking again following their breakup, and he said he thinks that Bobby drank to the point where in 2019 he would be on the brink of death. Oh my god, that's an intense backstory. <laughs> yeah. He was also, in addition to Romy and Michelle, he was in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Blossom, Boston Common, Twilight Zone, Monk, Saving Private Ryan, CSI New York, Criminal Minds, Franklin and Bash, and Rizzoli and Isles. I, th-
1: I think you've listed at least two supporting actors that have been on Fresh Prince. That show was hot Did you watch their reunion show? I still haven't seen it. You need to watch it before HBO Max goes away. You have to know. watch it. Just be ready to cry. That's all yeah. I have to say. Just be ready okay. to just bawl. Oh, it's so good. It's and so good. Uncle Phil, though, is not around, right? No, oh, he passed gosh. away. So, But they do, like, an in memoriam and, like, cry, oh. cry over him, too. It's so oh, good. Oh, no. Okay, okay. I'm going to put
0: that on my list for this weekend.
1: I just thought it was funny that he was in both the,
0: like, this person and this person shows. Like, Franklin of Rizzoli and Isles. Like, I've never seen either of these shows. I've never
1: heard of those. <laughs> really?
0: I want to say Franklin and Bash maybe had Zach Morris in it from Saved by the Bell. Wow. Oh. Maybe. Phil Hughes like in one of those This Guy and This Guy shows, but I've never seen any of them.
1: <laughs> I also didn't know that he did anything outside of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I thought his career ended there. Anyway.
0: That's when Joey is like, whoa, who died? And and we still see in the background Janice and Chandler have been taking photos with Ross for seemingly like 2 hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Ro- you can see it on on Chandler's face.
0: And Ross is like gleeful. He loves it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my god, when Janice is just like smile. You're on Janice's camera. <laughs> You can tell that Chandler just wants to die, and she's freaking out on him. After she walks away,
0: uh, Ross just keeps taking pictures of Chandler. Chandler <laughs> is not having it, and Ross is like thinks it's so funny. Yeah, we get our first glimpse of Rachel's room. Oh right? yeah,
1: yeah. When Phoebe and David are in there, and now it's Phoebe's turn to monologue. About what she thinks that David should say when she when he breaks up with her and goes to mince because that's what he needs to do. But why did they have to break up? Like, was long distance not an option at all? That's pretty long distance for like your mid-20s. I don't know. But I feel like the only time that you're willing to do long distance is in your mid-20s. When you're willing to make decisions for guys. True. But that's like real far yeah that's that i i feel like on her um non-salary right <laughs> when would she ever be able to go visit minsk
0: well, and seemingly there's like one flight every six months or something so
1: yeah well and he's supposed to be i think they mentioned that he's supposed to be gone for three years mm-hmm. it ends up being like seven or eight years which we'll get to someday
0: I just she's so in love it's so sweet I love them together like he really does bring like because she's so flighty and he brings that like grounding to her and she brings out like some like crazy in him uh it's just so sad I don't
1: sad I know I don't like it I don't like it either but I think that part of the like beauty of their relationship is that like it can't last it has to yeah. be this thing and when he eventually comes back and they have like this fling you know like oh it's so good it's so good but then he, every time he leaves it's so sad I know I know
0: <sighs> but he was so good that that's like why he got to come back because he's so good like yeah he got this part because he was so good when he auditioned for Joey they like he's just so good I mean they kept writing him back in because he's great
1: yeah So back, back at the party after that happens and the balls, (laughs) the ball was dropping. Chandler's like, so awkward. Please kiss me at midnight. Please kiss me. Anyone? They go through this whole thing of like, well, I can't kiss you and you can't kiss me because of this. And he's just like, somebody kiss me. So Joey steps up. There's a lot of cross kissing. They all kiss each other at some point. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that is true I just said that but I was like I don't think they all do maybe they do
0: all the guys do I mean Ross kiss Mon- kisses Monica on the cheek a lot and he kisses Rachel and he kisses Phoebe does he oh yeah at the, the that flashback at uh-huh. the table yeah Chandler kisses them all because of going to London uh-huh Joey, Joey
1: kisses Phoebe yeah and Rachel. Does he? Well, because he oh, gets right. together with ew. Rachel. Block that. <laughs> I know, it's the worst. <laughs> Does he ever kiss Monica? I'll have to find
0: out. Oh, but you know, he fantasizes about it and they show it. Oh, so they do. When yeah. she's jading Chandler. Yep, let's count it. But the girls don't all, don't kiss each other. Rachel, Phoebe kisses Rachel in the Winona Ryder one. Yep. She wants to see what all the yep. fuss is about interesting yeah um and like you said only like max is the only guy who won everyone's dates are screwed up but max won
1: yep he gets he gets the hot mom and then it's the tag yeah ross is being so
0: awful and rachel could not care less
1: no she's so annoyed she's so annoyed (laughs) her face hurts and she has to listen to him she's like i hate my life right now (laughs) Like, nothing shows that
0: you hate a conversation more than if you're, like, counting your teeth in your mouth and being like, oh, I think my tooth is cracked.
1: Yeah. Because I'm just, like, running my tongue along my teeth. Yeah, I think it's funny that that Ross is just like, how can you love someone so much and they just don't love you back? Talking about the monkey, but looking at Rachel and it's just like, oh, she doesn't care. No. And, like, you're not going to get her with this monkey. No. No, the monkey is a barrier, man. (laughs)
0: To clearly all these relationships, everyone hates you. Yeah.
1: So that was it. <laughs> Sorry um, to end on a doubter. No, but we know that Ross is the big loser.
0: Yeah. <laughs> biggest loser. You, <laughs> <do>
1: you- are. <laughs> you are the biggest loser. Who won this episode? Oh, I think Phoebe. Phoebe. I put PB too. Yeah,
0: it's so sweet. It wasn't like jokey; it was like real.
1: Yeah, and she, she and David like had a real connection, and she yeah. brought out like good things about from him, and he brought out good things in her, and everything was just very genuine, and I loved it. She earned that too, like. Her,
0: like the li- we haven't learned a lot about her life yet but we know like some pretty awful things <laughs> sadly like, casually in passing in her weird songs yeah but like she deserves it and it's so sad that she has to lose him but
1: she gets him back it's okay for for a little bit she gets plenty of people she's
0: fine it's but true so yeah I, Phoebe, and like her hair looked great the whole time
1: oh <laughs> just 100 100
0: 100 she kept it 100 so
1: did you oh thanks so much (laughs) with your drip 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 Drip. (laughs) i really hope that's really what it means and it's not something just really obscene
0: (laughs) i know i know i should probably look it up and not take a 12 year old's uh explanation but
1: Yep, Urban Dictionary. Where you at? (laughs) I love you so
0: much. I love you. I'll be there for you, dripping all.
1: I'll be there for you too. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Better Friends Podcast is created, produced, edited, and all the other things by Ashley Madden and Sarah Reinen. Please rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Send us your questions to betterfriendswatchingfriends at gmail.com. To find out more about Better Friends, please check us out on Twitter
0: at Better or on Instagram at Better Watching Thanks for listening.